Chapter 1. Catch the Wind Two men knelt at the foot of the dais. One wore thick-plated lamellar armor, the other snug gray wrappings that hid all but his eyes. Similarly dressed pairs made a half-circle around the kneelers, each individual set connected by a short iron chain. On the dais, two more men stepped forward. Though they were dressed no differently from anyone else in the great cathedral, no one could have mistaken them for the others. They stepped forward in perfect unison, as though each were a mismatched reflection of the other, stretched and warped by a carnival mirror. Between them they carried a chain like the others, holding it reverently in all four hands. This chain does not bind, the leader's voice, for there was only one voice spoken with two mouths, was smooth and reverent, rising up to ring off the cathedral's high dome. Today you cease to be two men, and instead become Jeric, shared mind, shared heart. This chain will be your symbol, announcing your bond to the world. Yet the Iridian fold is not a guild with a chain of office. It is no religion with a chain for a holy symbol. It is greater than these. For with love, with discipline, the lines between you will blur and fade. You will be as one soul in two bodies. This is the great mystery of the Iridian fold, to let the bond between you grow until the union eclipses the self and in that moment you will no longer need the reminder of the chain. Two sets of eyes crinkled into a smile. You will be the chain. Be the chain, the congregation chorused. Fifty feet above, Roshad glanced over at Bors and squeezed his hand. The pair crouched on the narrow gallery running the circumference of the cathedral's dome, Bors's bulky lamellar forcing him to contort himself like a dying insect in order to stay hidden behind the low balustrade. Despite the obvious discomfort, the bigger man's stone-slab face broke into a smile as he met Roshad's eyes, and he tugged lightly on the stolen chain running from his chest to the collar around Roshad's neck. Rashad smiled back, knowing that no veil could hide the expression from his partner, his Jeric. My boar, Rashad thought, and the words came bittersweet. This is no place for him, lurking in the darkness like a beggar. If only we could be down there with the others, we— The cathedral's doors banged open, replacing the soft glow of stained glass with the flare of noonday sun. As quickly as it appeared, the light was blocked by half a dozen figures, men and women in the furs and leathers of the horse tribes. Where are they? The leader of the troop, a bull-faced man with a long horsehair plume atop his conical helmet, shoved his way through the assembly until he stood at the foot of the dais, looking up at the congregation's leader. Around him the gathered men of the Iridian fold hissed at the affront, hands going to blades. The other invaders looked less comfortable, yet dutifully spread out behind their captain. The men on the dais raised their hands in a calming gesture. You do us a disservice, stranger, the captain snorted. I figure you get service plenty. Behind him, several of his own people frowned. But what you Iridian fold do is no business of mine. Now where?
are they? Where are who? the Iridian fold men asked. Don't have time for games, holy man. One of the street kids saw them slip in here not half an hour ago. He looked back at one of his warriors. Dusk. They're not in a group, Captain, unless they're disguised. The captain grimaced, then looked around at the cathedral's many shadowed corners. Fine. Asia, light this place up. A woman in a thick-furred hat stepped forward and raised her hands, grasping the air as if kneading dough. Four globes of golden light blazed into existence around them, each the size of a juggling bowl. She gestured, and they shot outward, making a circuit of the vast chamber at head height, then rose higher to light the gallery. Rashad searched frantically for somewhere else to hide as the globes floated closer, but without the shadows, the posts of the stone balustrade did little to obscure the two men. He met Boar's.